Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm not popular. What is happening? You look insane. Slay queen. I'm not a loser. I look like the lady that pulls kids out of class when their parents get into car accidents. How often does that happen? I might be a little obsessed. One day, Indy Goldbar will be mine, and you will have a cool boyfriend too, and then we'll have a joining loss in Tribeca in Taylor Swift's building. Oh my god. Oh my god. Can you just let me explain, please? No, let me explain to you. We are no longer friends. Yo, shit just got real. <laughs> You're not taking this seriously. You used to be such a respectful kid. I volunteered at the retirement home. So you could do a mitzvah, or so you could flirt with a boy. Facts. Real talk. I don't know what's happening between you two. Lydia has long black hairs on her nipples. You wouldn't happen to know why people keep asking me if they can floss their teeth with my nipple hair. Do you say say? Uh, no. I know what she needs because I know how she's feeling. She needs to process this herself. I know she hurt you, but I'm sure she misses her best friend. I'm gonna take that as a maybe. I'm so. Try to apologize. What is it enough? No, it's enough. It's too late. If you don't shape up, the bat mitzvah is going to be canceled, sis. Dad, just talk to her. Don't yell. Gabby! You're a jerk and you won't let me have a mojito bar. That's why we fought the Nazis! Is this a bad time? So you can have a mojito bar! She's growing up so fast. It's crazy. I'm drinking now. I tried it the other day. I didn't like it. We're good. I've gotten into making painkillers at home. Welcome to Recapping Gown, the podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I'm your co-host Crooks, joining me this week and every week. He sings like an angel and drinks like a fish, the class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not much. Uh, I gotta get up in about seven hours or so. I'm going to the airport. Where are you uh, going? Spence, going to San Diego. See Jesus. some friends, eat some tacos. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 
Yeah. Um, somebody else who, who yeah, my arch nemesis. I, 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 I hope he drowns while you're on this trip. Best friends, best friends. I, no, I, I uh, wish ill on him, a pox on his house. That's okay. All right, great. Uh, so <laughs> I wish I, you ill. I, I, was, see. I was at the uh, I saw the Atlantic shore like a week ago. Now I'm gonna see the Pacific. Yeah, that's why I call you in less than two weeks. That's me, globetrotting. If you count Florida and California as globetrotting, that's the globe, um, pal. But uh, on Hulu, I was watching Raising Arizona last night, and it was delightful. Ooh, so, yeah. if anybody needs anything like that in their life, it's it, it holds up. It's very good. It's very good. I would say if we're doing Rex on um, HBO Max, because it's always going to be HBO Max to me. Um, the docu-series telemarketers is fucking good it is insane yeah it, it takes place over mm. the course of like 20 years which is wild it's patrick good. j pespis <laughs> how are you patrick j pespis, pespis high on heroin right now like that dude he's amazing at his job though the part where he goes back to do call center jobs and in one day he's like yeah number two in the company already i'm <laughs> just like jesus christ pat Fantastic. Yeah, Pat Pespis. That man is a character. That man is a star. I hope he does run for office in New Jersey one of these days. But flying solo mm. in the Lone Star State, this podcast chief rites of passage and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Not much. I have also been watching telemarketers mm-hmm. and the CDG place. One of their call centers is in my hometown. I was going to ask. <laughs> It was the Eatontown, New Jersey one. And I was like, oh, where, do, where do I think that? Because like, every time they show Jersey stuff, Bill's like, where in Jersey is that? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't fucking know. I think we're near Rutgers. Like, I honestly sometimes throw in like a really good guess. And I'm like, oh, that felt Rutgers, right. Rutgers Camden? Rutgers Newark? What are we talking about here? Uh, Rutgers, New Brunswick. New oh, Brunswick. gee. New like, Brunswick. Oh. New Brunswick. I did not know um, that's where it was. <laughs> yeah. I thought Camden. But yeah, died. like. The, I was guessing. Uh, I was guessing cities that I. Uh, oh, they're in my conference. <laughs> I don't fucking know. It might. There might be Rutgers in Camden, and all, I truly don't know. I just know main okay. campus Rutgers is in New Brunswick, New Jersey. It's like forty-five, maybe thirty minutes from where I grew up. I refused to apply there because I didn't want to go because I knew that if I got in, Illinois. I'd have yeah. to go because I didn't apply to U of I because I'm like mm, leaving the state, going yeah. somewhere else. It would have. I tried to stay in the state. But a lot of the schools in the state didn't want me. Yeah, at Princeton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta shoot your shot. Hey, my brothers went. They're like, you I was gonna give say you're a legacy. You can get it, right? Not, not, not then. They'd only been out for like six years. They're like, I can't believe it. I was like, you ain't cutting checks that big yet, right? Like, I don't so see your name on a building anywhere. Right. Jesus Christ! We're gonna have to bri- We, I need the Kushner treatment at Princeton right. if I'm gonna get it. Give him that Mr. Burns shoot and buy him an international airport and call it a day. Exactly. Um, Rutgers, is, Rutgers is ridiculous, though. It's like from like founded in like 1730 or something. It's shit. old like, as shit. It's very that's old. That's amazing for a state school. So, so many Illinois is like 1840. I'm like, that's pretty good. Oh, but Illinois is a land grant school. Stem, the whole the 1700s, like College of William and Mary. Mm-hmm. first chartered in like 1640 i'm like i think we don't, I think, we don't know uh, we don't know anything in illinois virginia is like that too i think virginia is like 1645 or some crazy shit um yeah, yeah. The, well all the all the great schools all the big 10 schools are land-grant universities from like 1840 to like 1860 they were what just is, building colleges land grant what does this mean the, the land grant bill oh 
Yeah. The, the is this like grant... far and away where they had to go run and put stakes in the ground? No, no, it's not. Oh. It's not. It's it's not Sooners. It's, it's not that. It was. Oh, okay. Um, I I think it was Lincoln did the land grant. Uh, I believe, oh. but gave a lot of money or a lot of like land and money to states to establish state universities. So oh. like, if if that, you have a state yeah. school in the Midwest, it's almost always a land grant university. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm original 13 colony, so like oh. I don't know what y'all are doing. Yeah, I in, enjoy enjoy your state that they can throw enjoy your state they can throw a baseball across. Like a and there are also uh, there are sea grant universities are there and there sea are grants? space grants. There are space grants as well down Jesus. south in Florida where they were building. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, makes I'm sense. I'm not even kidding. That makes yeah. sense. And I, I bet I bet Check Annapolis is probably a C grant school. We are so fucking off topic here. This, week, this is good stuff. We're talking about a movie that came out, I think, like yesterday, essentially. Um, like two weeks ago. Maybe, yeah, it's, it's very recent. Uh, it's called You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah. It is only on Netflix because it's Netflix original. The synopsis via Rotten Tomatoes. Stacy and Lydia are BFFs who have always dreamed of having an epic bat mitzvahs. However, things start to go comically awry. When a popular boy in middle school drama threatens their friendship and their rite of passage, that that kind of mm. sums it up. And I'm happy that we're putting yeah. the blame on the boy. Like he, I don't, he didn't really do anything wrong, but no, blame him. I, don't, yeah. I didn't like that dude. It's fine with me. Yeah, um, agreed. Dave, if you could give us a rundown of who's in this movie. Let's see Adele Dazim as Bree mm. Friedman. Sure is. Um, sorry. Sorry, I mispronounced it. Uh, it's Adina Menzel. No, no, you got to write the first It's still funny. It's still, it's still funny. Still, it is still, still good. Then there's like four Sandlers. Uh, Whole Sandler family. This, this guy, Adam, he's he's pretty good. Adam Sandler is Danny. Gabby Rodriguez-Katz is uh, played by Jackie Sandler. That's Adam's wife. And yep. Sadie and Sonny Sandler. Uh, Sonny plays Stacy, the main character. And... Uh, Sadie plays Ronnie, who's the older sister. Plays a pretty big part, too. Um, uh, Ronnie, Sadie, I think, has been in, like, 15 movies. <laughs> like, she's in every Adam Sandler oh, yeah? movie since she was, like, yeah. She has, like, little tiny bit parts in pretty much every Adam Sandler movie since she was born. <laughs> this is, I think, the first Samantha time she had, like, a real role, though. Yeah. Uh, the, well, this is the most I think they've all talked in all, all, sure. the, all the movies that they were involved in, so. Yeah. Um, Samantha Lorraine plays Lydia Rodriguez Katz. That's Stacy's best friend. Uh, Dylan Hoffman plays Andy Goldfarb, uh, Stacy's love interest, and yeah, other stuff. Shit, kid. Uh, I don't watch S- new SNL. Um, I-, I did not know who Sarah Sherman was. Oh, but Dave! Fantastic as Rebecca. Dave. Sarah um, Sherman is the my pick for the next like superstar from SNL. Everything she fucking does is hilarious. I'm not sure I've and seen much the, the, of her stuff for the most recent season. Yeah, yeah. You, well, you have to watch. Um, she has this segment uh, on Weekend Update where she has a recurring character as herself. It's just like I think it's like Sarah Update or Sarah News or whatever, and she just comes on and makes um, Colin Jost uncomfortable. Like mm. she'll say something to make Colin Jost uncomfortable, and then the next headline is like Colin Jost abuses Jewish comedian female. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's, it's always that, and like a picture of him from one second ago. It, and yeah. she, no, Sarah Sherman. I want her to be in everything. Yeah, it's great. I enjoyed her. I enjoyed yeah. her content. Uh, She's really good. And her uh, contribution and her uh-huh. and her buddy uh, Jerry the Cantor is played by Dan Bulla. The way that they dance, 
the um, way they do everything <laughs> all their shit but the, but the but dancing that's, that's just part where, where they're dancing i'm sure later more of that but it's fantastic uh ido museri plays dj shmuley who uh-huh. does the same thing i think four, 14 different times yeah it's the same build up but exactly the same i still like it he's yeah, it he's works. funny he he was in uh you, you don't mess with the zohan he was mm. funny in that too oh, he's, that's a good one he's good i like it yeah he's yeah. good uh jackie hoffman plays uh, irene uh, for all you all, only murders in the building fans yep. she, was, she played a big part in the last episode that was on um Luis guzman shows up for sure a does. day and a half on the film as yep. eli R- rodriguez as lydia's dad uh that's probably about enough. That's enough. Yeah, yeah. that's enough. Um, I, we can probably go ahead and just skip memories of the first time we saw this because it was all of us today because it's so fucking new. Uh, I watched did you it watch on Sunday. Oh, okay. I, no, I watched it on Sunday. Thank you very much. Don't I watched it in today. six in, in six parts, starting on. <laughs> I, I oh, watched yeah. it in two parts with a three and a half hour call with customer service in the middle. So, oh, yeah, man. A fun awesome. day for me. Um, Dana, awesome. watching it, to, I guess, on Sunday, did it make the grade or should they've held this back? I thought it was very delightful. It was very, I had seen some stuff going around on Twitter. People were like, oh, this movie is cute. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I appreciate having a reason to watch it. I'm not sure I would have watched it of my own accord just because... I've watched some of Adam Sandler's other Netflix movies. Not good. But again, people I trust on Twitter. Yeah. People I trust on Twitter was like, no, this one's actually good. But again, I probably would not have chosen to watch this for a young teen film. I thought it was very good. Mm. I thought it was very good. I enjoyed it. Okay. Dave? B plus. How how dare you besmirch Hubie Halloween, a masterpiece. Um, (laughs) Uh, I'm talking about Murder Smirch. Mystery, whatever one there's solving crimes. I know, I know. There's Murder know, Mystery and Murder Mystery 2. Two of those fucking things. He and Jennifer Aniston getting married at, like, they're trying to act like they're 42. I was like, bitch, both yeah. y'all are in your 50s. Y'all in shut up. 50s. Like, Settle down. Okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Dave. This movie made me realize things have changed a lot since we were kids, but not that much. Drama's mm-hmm. the same. Mm-hmm. It's just higher tech and people are more PC. Yeah, and the slang That's, is different. But a, yeah. a lot of this, oh, God, I hate the fucking slang, man. Yeah, that stuff, bad. I'm like, I don't get it, but that's like, oh, millennial, blah, blah, blah. That's just me complaining about that stuff. But it was cute. Mm-hmm. It was a cute mm-hmm. movie. And the, and the way it all finishes up in the end, I liked it. Yeah. I, I you liked know. it. And it's, it's 100% not made for me either. It's not no. made for me to like it, but no. I like the story. And it, made, and, and it made me think back to all the dumb shit that happened when i was a kid so i appreciated that so yeah thumbs up we're all on the same page it's made the grade for me too um it's not like the funniest movie ever made but like we all said it's cute um there's some funny stuff there's some funny stuff like it's it's pretty unique in terms of the subject matter um there were moments that i was thinking about uh like beckham where they show us like the inner Mm. workings of indian family relationships and like interpersonal relationships and don't explain any of it and i'm like yeah because it's not made for yeah. me like i'm not I, the people it's made for don't need it explained to them same thing here there's Correct. a lot of a lot of judaism in this movie obviously and they're like yeah we're not going to explain any of it like figure it out or don't but like it's not my job to educate you which i appreciate it um there were a number of moments of like genuine laughter from me. I think the first one was like maybe 10 minutes in. i texted you guys i just laughed out loud like i wasn't prepared for that to happen <laughs> Um, uh, 
I was hesitant about watching an Adam Sandler movie because I have not appreciated him for the better part of 20 years, but he's mm-hmm. barely in it, which helps. And like when he's there, he's not going over the top to try to like steal the scene. This is a very subdued, yeah. relatively quiet Adam Sandler scene, except for the except movie, except for the one scene where it makes sense for him to yell. And that move that seems fucking hilarious. Dude, that seems that hilarious. Make, I was like, this, this guy's been pretty laid back. What the fuck is going on? And this then he is, went off in this, one scene. I'm like, this, this is, is his moment. It. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, is. um, I'm not ashamed to admit I got choked up a time or two watching this thing. Like I, I was oh. emotional, yeah, a couple times. I didn't cry, but I got close. Um, I'm never going to watch it again because it's not made for me. But like, yeah, this yeah. movie for sure made the grade. And if I was a 12 or 13 year old Jewess, I would love this movie. Like, I would absolutely <laughs> fucking love th- this would be like my shit to play yeah. sleepovers. So, yeah, this this was a this was a pretty good movie here. Uh, before we get into the recap and the segments, do we have any fun facts on this one. The only one I had, we've already talked about that the whole Sandler family is in this movie. The whole family, all of them. Yeah. yeah. One of and the. There uh, any. Yeah, the oldest Hyam uh, was involved in the music, Esty. Hyam or Haim? One of the music coordinators on the film. Yeah, it, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's Haim. Haim. It's Haim. It's Haim. It's Haim. I've been correct. Really? It's, it's I Haim. thought it was Haim. Haim. Yeah. I thought it was Haim too. Okay, Haim. Huh. Well, shit. I've seen right. them live and I don't remember them calling themselves Haim. <laughs> I, I, I forgot they were a band. Yeah. yeah that's, that's they did I'm a about. wonderful Prince cover. And yeah, of I did not what? Remember. Uh, Purple Rain. It was very good. Okay. That works out. Okay. Well, in that case, let's go ahead and jump into the recap and the segments here. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. I want to do some table setting off top to like see where we all are with the subject matter here. So did either of you guys ever get invited to like a really fun bar or bat mitzvah when you were 13? Invited to one bar mitzvah. Just one. It's the only one. And was it it, wild? Was it fun? We were, I don't know. It was like 1996, (laughs) 95. It was a different time. It's eating down New Jersey. It was, I think in the basement of something might have been in the basement of the temple. I truly don't remember, but I've been to one. Okay. One. Okay. So I've never been. <laughs> um, when I was in elementary school in Texas, I definitely would have gotten a prime invite to Josh Ackerman's bar mitzvah, but we moved away. And the only like observant Jewish kid I knew in middle school and high school did not like me. So I was probably first mm. on like the do not invite list. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll see him at my high school reunion in a week and a half, I'd assume, but he, he did not, we were not friends. Dana, you you do high face. school reunions? What is I this? didn't go to the what first one. The first one was about a block from my house, the 10 year. And I'm like, nah, I'm not going to that. This one. I'm like, yeah, it's 20 years. We've, we all have. My thing is there's a lot of people I would enjoy making three or four minutes of small talk with. 
That's it. Mm-hmm. I don't need to spend a whole lot talking to you, but check in with Mike and Dan St. Pierre and see what's going on with those two giant twins. Probably something wow. fun with one of them, right? That is a deep pull right there. You know what I'm saying? I heard those That's a, a long time. I, yeah. I played right next to both of those guys my entire time in high school football. I wonder what they're up to. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen either of them since 03. Mm-hmm. I guess my nice. 20th would have been uh, year year two of the pandemic. I don't know, 20, 2021. <laughs> I so wouldn't like, have gone to that either. Even if it was happening. I, was, I think we tried oh. to do something for 15, and there were oh. fights in the Facebook group over oh. whether it should have alcohol or not. Or It was like, get me out well, of this Facebook group. Well, this one's a cash bar. So, like, Yamo show up drunk. I'm not drinking $11 for a cocktail. Yeah. Fuck you think I am? Sounds where where is this it's at um there uh there's a hotel on the river walk in naperville brand new one hotel hotel indigo i got that's the one hotel indigo okay yeah and it's it's being planned by the uh, meanest girl from our graduating class but (laughs) at least like there is the part like there was like a huge thing of like whether it should be a party that like condones drink i don't know i like tapped out of this facebook group i didn't want to be in it someone added me to it and i was like leave group no, I'm excited. Anyway, back, back, back to this movie, though. Bar bat mitzvah. I will yeah. say, so if I can just pop this in here, my niece and nephew who live in LA go to the same private school as the Sandlers. Oh. Okay. So the type of bar and bat mitzvahs that they showed <laughs> in this film are the type that my niece gets to go to and my nephew no will start way. going to. It's fucking crazy. It is oh, a huge production. Man. You start planning it in like sixth grade. It's People have nuts. to book their weekends. They There can be drama because there's only so many weekends that are a bit like whatever that kids might get invited to conflicting ones. And I don't know if at that point you still have to invite the whole grade or not. But like my sister-in-law would post clips from these like parties and her Instagram stories. I don't think there's any posts of them and they are wild and the pa- parents get hammered. Well, you better. Get, You're spending $40,000. Like, yeah, they're the, like a yeah, they're like a wedding. The check I had to it's write wedding, today. Yeah. Um, the check I had to write today. I'm yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah, like my brother my video of my brother like very drunk like dancing mm-hmm. at one of them. Um there was one where like the Kardashians were at it, I think. Oh fucking hell it's like so this is i don't i don't know if this is normal because i did work at a private school but i don't think kids like got this crazy in philly with it but in la where the sandlers live it is this wild um so yeah we have videos of the kardashians like walking into a bar bat mitzvah from last year um there's something else I was going to say, and I can't remember. But yeah, like that's the world that this takes place in. I like, I consider myself lucky that as just regular old Black American, we don't have to do any like big coming of age thing. Like in my my family, um, ear piercing at 14 is a thing that you get to do. So like, I got my ear pierced <laughs> when I was 14. My dad did when he was 14. My brother did when he was 14. That's it. Nobody came. We just went to the mall, been- piercing pagoda. Have you ever been? Oh, you should have gotten it done with a hollowed out needle. That's the way no. to make sure it really sticks. I, uh, have you ever been, I, I haven't ever worn shit in it since college, but it's still there. I had to get mine redone that way. Have you ever mm. been to a quinceanera? Because I've been to one of those as well. I've been to I've one of those. I've always wanted to go to one of those. That They're seems great. like a fun party. They're great. Uh, the music is great, and the food yes. is great, and the alcohol is great. <laughs> yeah, quinceaneras. I've been to, I think, two of those. Never when I was 15. Oh, okay, I was um, like, a yeah. contemporary of the 
the quinceanera. So yes, I had a um a couple of coworkers when I was um like fresh out of college who their little sisters had quinceaneras and they invited me. I'm like, this is we should all do this. This is mm-hmm. great. And there, I mean, the the big the big performance is like you got to do a little dance number with like yeah. a boy. And I'm like, okay, yeah. that's better than like you know doing the haftora. Um, yeah. Now I will ask you guys though, if you were going to have a themed barbat mitzvah when you were 13, so think about the age and the time and things that you were into. What would you have gone with as your theme? So I got one, but I I'm, I'm curious what you guys would have gone with. 13 would have been wrestling. Dub, pride, dub, it would have been WWF. Oh, or some that shit. would have been fucking awesome, Dave. Hundred because yeah, that was late middle school. Yeah, we were yeah. still going to like. Oh Rose yeah. Horizon to see live events and shit. I'm like, I, I, was, I was there for Y2J. <laughs> would you no, now? Would so you have come I out to think... like the the DX music, or would you have come out to like the Stone Cold Broken Glass music? I was a big Taz guy at that moment, so I probably. Would have, oh uh... Jesus! I'm trying to think of what his fucking theme songs. Are. <laughs> like we were all Taz guys. Well, once once he came to WWF, he was like, yeah, Oh, that's right. I always think of him with his ECW music, which was like an actual song, because like RVD came out to Walk by Pantera, like they had actual music in ECW. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one though. Wrestling would be a pretty perfect fucking theme for yeah, yeah, Dana. I, I, I'm trying to remember like it's tough that's a tough age yeah to 13 on. feels like so long ago I wasn't and really you got to think about 12 because like you're planning this when 12, you're 12 so you're I, 12. I had things from 13 but I'm like 12 is I'm not know, sure easy era I don't know like, like, I think but it's so from 12 to 13 we go like in my hometown we went from elementary school to middle school and going into middle school I don't think I was in classes with any of my friends mm. or I was like trying to make newer friends or so, I don't know, but I'm trying to think, I don't know. I wasn't very like, I didn't really get into interesting things. I think until middle school, like I still was like pretty childlike okay. at the end of elementary. I'm trying to think what I would have been into. I don't movies. Maybe I was big. You could probably Always pick one movie movies. and like do a theme around that one movie. Like, Titanic. Yeah, I probably would have. No. Titanic, Jurassic no, I was Park, in, 98, I was, Titanic, Jurassic Park. <laughs> I would have been in, I'm in high school in 98, 97. So the, I'm in high school. The Forrest Gump bat mitzvah. That would be awesome. <laughs> the program. Everyone gets a box of chocolates. <laughs> yeah, it might have been like some, it would have been definitely like movie related. Cause, and okay. that's always something that stuck yeah. with me. Like I've always been into movies like thought it'd be something i would want to do as a career but i was mm-hmm. like oh i'm not actually very good at this mm-hmm. um same so like yeah it probably would have been like movie or like tv related or something silly okay. i'm trying to think of what tv shows i was watching then and i truly it's, can't that's like fresh I prince i don't know oh, it would have been like a fresh... <laughs> that would have been great though see these are good dave with wrestling you with fresh prince for me at 12 so i was i was i had a hard time so at 12 i was really into the simpsons so I probably would have had like a Simpsons oh, oh, theme bar mitzvah, right? That's good. Yeah. That would have worked out. My first thought was, oh, Pokemon. Nope. Came out oh. right turn 13. August of 99 is or August of 98 is when it came out. So I'd already been 13 by that point. Then I thought, oh, mm. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. August of 98. So I'm like, all the shit that I was super into at 13 came out <laughs> when I was 13. None of that shit mm. lasted from before then. So like, yeah, it, it would be. It would, for it, me? 
Pogs. Well, pogs I, I mean, jammers. That, see, that was gone by the time I was thirteen. That was when I was like eight or nine. A, a Magic the Gathering uh, bot oh, mitzvah. The, okay, really I never got into that. Never I had some cards. Good. I never played, but I had some cards for the artwork. Um, but yeah, I could Pogs. I I could have a. I could have had a car by the time I was sixteen for all the money that I wasted on fucking Magic the Gathering. Yeah. A shitty car, that, but that's that's an expensive car. That's an expensive hobby. The only other thing that yeah. like that I thought about that I was super into at twelve and like specifically at twelve were all of those Shaw Brothers Kung Fu movies. Like that was my shit. The Thirty Six Chambers and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know how I would do a themed party for that, but I'd probably like have dudes fight each other and shit, and maybe I'm, you know, dressed up in some really unfortunate cultural appropriation get up but yeah simpsons and kung fu movies is kind of all that i was about at 12 so that might have been what i but i think of all of them oh i don't know i think i think dave's would be the one that i'd I'd most be excited to go to i'm choke slamming somebody before the night is over girls are like wrestling well, they well, aren't. My... <laughs> yeah that the it would have been a bad it would have been a bad era for it was before uh Women's wrestling was given its respect like it does oh, now. Yeah. It's yeah. You, you had this, sable this and cat. The, and that was, was it. The, this was the attitude era, and ooh, ooh, although oh, no. Luna Vashon, uh, Luna Vashon, legit yeah. wrestler, <laughs> great character. Yeah. Her backstory is fucking crazy. Her dad was a nut, but that Luna Vashon was the only like legit female wrestler of that era. I feel like, and I guess Medusa, but she was WCW. Anywho. Um, let's talk about some of the kids that are in this movie that are kind of tertiary characters, sort of the, you know, the padding out the two best friends. So the first thing that I clocked was I thought it was really interesting that this is like an ethnically diverse group where everyone is also Jewish. Because I was like, it'd be really easy to make all the girls just like Ashkenazi Jews and then everyone else be just like Gentiles who are on the outside looking in. But like, Every kid in this movie, except for one, is Jewish. And the one kid who's not is like, I don't know if Semitophile is a thing. He he loves Judaism. So, like, those are the kids that we've got. He also, like, Mateo says he's like, I have something for every other day of the week. So I have to come do this. So I go to church every Sunday and I go to temple the rest of the week. Like, he's he's, he's a a fun kid. My question, yeah. and maybe this is rude of me, because I do know black Jewish people, so I don't know. But I'm like, is mm-hmm. every kid, every non-white kid, are they like mixed? That's the sense that Probably. I was getting. The hyphenated was last like, names give it away. Yeah, because it was Look at Kim Lenny, Chang Cohen. A lot of Lenny Kravitz kids walking yeah. around. That, that's what I figured it was. Stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, because it was Kim yeah. Chang Cohen, and then Lydia was Rodriguez Katz. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah I think yeah. I think a lot of these are. Gentile dads and Jewish moms, and my understanding, and I'm, no, I'm no, not the, that's the reverse for Lydia. Lydia, her mom is her mom. Her mom has to be. You told oh, me wait, Eli sorry. Rodriguez is Jewish. No, sorry, <laughs> I, I, I think I may have misheard you. Never yeah. mind. Please, continue. yeah. I, my my understanding, and there's there's a podcast I listen to where the husband is Jewish, the wife is not. I mean, he's culturally Jewish, but he's not observant. And to hear them talk about it, because they did um, a breakdown of Jewish matchmaking on Netflix. Mm. And to hear him talk about it, he's like, yeah, if your mom is Jewish, you're Jewish. Like that's It goes to yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the mother's That's line. how it is. Yeah. So, yeah I, yeah, I think all of these kids were like, yeah, my mom is Jewish. My dad is not. Um, 
it, Megan and Tara, her other two, the other her friend, and then like one of the popular girls, they're black and they got they're they're Jewish too. And I'm like, yeah, this is it's interesting you went this way because it yeah. would have been very 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 easy to not because you you could do this without even having like any kids that are Sephardic Jewish and just have like yeah European Jewish ancestry is all we have in this movie like no we're we're mixing it up and I, yeah. I thought that well, was, I, that was a nice touch I think the school they go to there's a lot of kids of of mis, mixed ethnicities so this like is a beige mm-hmm. school yeah yeah <laughs> everyone's the beige one thing that I thought and maybe I okay so yes everybody so at first I just thought they were at like regular school and they were friends with like well they have regular school and Hebrew school so that's the part that was confusing where at first I was like oh okay nice group of different people like skin tones ethnicities whatever but then it was all the same kids at Hebrew school and I was like wait (laughs) all of them or or I'm like do they go to a Jewish school because we do we did have uh barrack was a Jewish school uh there's a couple other ones in Philly they do not like when you called it Barack it is oh. barrack oh um huh okay according so to that school it's Ehud, it's yeah, uh, the former yeah it's ehud barrack not uh-huh. ehud barack that's the, the former prime minister that's true okay yeah. i remember barack obama I've been talking saying it wrong to for a long time. the adl and saying like well my name barack comes from I, the same uh, root word as uh, the jewish baruch and i'm like okay this is you're, you're doing you're doing jewish a lot people? and i appreciate it but like this is back when he was I, still supposed uh, to be a secret muslim so he was really trying hard yeah they busted up an applause for that line so I'm like oh, all right okay. it worked but that's but yeah that was the part that was confusing that i was like so everybody also goes to hebrew every, school every kid in the school is, yep. is jewish yeah it's mm-hmm. I'm like we know, didn't get any yeah, didn't gentiles it. up in the regular school segments just not regular school i'm sorry uh educational <laughs> public school, school segments Ooh, i don't know they're, they're not oh, going to public school. Dana. um that's a private school daytime like? school not nighttime or weekend school Week, weekday school the weekday school <laughs> kids the, yeah the, the work hours mm. the, the bank hours kids um <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I, I, it was, it was a little bit surprising at first, but I'm like, yeah, they did it and didn't, again, didn't feel the need to explain any of it. And I'm yeah, like, all right, yeah. that's fine. I hear you have a hyphenated last name. One is Cohen, one is Katz. I'm like, I'm, I, I see what's happening here. Yeah. Um, now, early on in this movie, um, probably in the first like 10, 15 minutes, I was like, oh, this is what sleepover should have been because mm-hmm. these girls, they're not popular. They establish early on that there is a popular group of girls, and we know they're popular because whenever they're shown, they're doing TikTok dances, and someone's filming. So, like, yes. we know those are the popular girls, but these are also not like super nerdy outcasts who get like shit on by everybody. It's not like mm. random kids walk by and like call them losers or like shove them out of the way when they're walking or anything. Um, it's reasonable then for these girls to think that like one huge party could catapult them into like the upper echelon of middle school popularity. Like this, this felt so much more real and prescient than Sleepover did. Where I'm like, none of these, this doesn't yeah. make sense. It reminded yeah. me how small your fucking world is when you're 13. Oh, it's this little. can catapult me. Yeah. It can catapult me to a new level of popularity and local stardom in the yeah. school awesome I'm like, god i don't give a shit i'm well, so glad i don't it's i did at the time i, I did Please. i didn't at the time either but that oh, also how freeing that. dave sometimes oh, maybe, i cared about maybe i should have maybe i should have maybe i should have i mean I just, I don't know. yeah i would say like so for me once we got out of like 
elementary school where it's like I think everybody you're like we were still in like segmented classes so it's like you want to be like the funny popular kid in your class like that's what yes. you want but yeah. you didn't really think about beyond yeah. that but then fifth once we went to middle school oh, fifth grade we had the school wide popular kids oh okay May, I don't think we did it in in elementary school I don't know but then when we got to middle school it's when they start like as I used to call it you get segmented at it. I wasn't in gen pop anymore. I'm in the smart kid track. <laughs> and you're just like, I'm never, you just were never going to be seen by that. Cause you're not interacting with the rest yep. of those kids. Yep. So it was more like, I just don't want to be like the biggest dorks of the dork was kind of my thing. Like, I don't think yeah. I'll ever, maybe in high school, I think we like wished, but I was never like, we'll never be top because I have homework to do and sports to play. Yeah. So like, I'm never yep. going to hit the top. Those kids don't, don't have any activities. Be... Yeah. Like, I don't <laughs> like, want to be, yeah. this is, I'm not going to call her. Maybe you have to say her whole name though. So that's what I'm going to say. I don't want to be anyone. Like, I don't want to be her. She was our valedictorian. We knew in like meeting her at 18, like fourth grade, we're like, that kid's going to be our valedictorian unless the military brat comes in. Was her last her name one or was there a second Annie? No, it's W O N. Okay, one. I didn't know if it was like Annie one and Annie two. Like no, Annie, Annie one. Okay, Annie, teachers would say one, and we're like, nope, it's one. It's Annie one. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I and had then a Patrick, similar thing. This oh. nerdy white kid showed up in in uh, high school. And we're like, oh shit, Patrick's gonna give Annie a run for her money. He wanted being salutatorian, and he was way cooler. We loved Patrick, See, but there was like, you don't want to be those nerds. Of the nerd, you know. Well, that's true. So I I got promoted to the smart kid classes in eighth grade, which is the worst thing that could have happened. Mm. Like I was already. You either got to be in from jump, or like don't don't you don't want to join us? It's not great. So I'm walking, and the way that we did the gifted classes in our middle school, they are segregated from the entire rest of the school all day. Like Mm -hmm. you 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 would see them in your electives, and that's it. And matter of fact, we didn't even move from one class to the other. We stayed in one class, and the teachers rotated around us. Was how fucking crazy, right? Like we're sitting in one room the entire day. So I went there in eighth grade, and I'm like, I'm already not fucking popular. Now I'm walking into a a whole like microcosm of this high school, this middle school, and sure enough. They were popular fucking kids in the gifted program. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I ain't y'all. Like, I'm just trying mm-hmm. to get through this shit. So yeah, I oh, was yeah. I was similar. And I will say the kid who was like the the nerdiest kid in the gifted class, uh, his name was Rob. He did skip a grade and he was our valedictorian. And salutatorian was this kid Sam, who skipped two grades and was definitely Ooh. smarter than Rob, but like couldn't do English and like geography. He was like a science kid. Should have been in like a STEM school, basically, because he was only. I remember math. I remember Sam. He's younger than you and graduated when I graduated. Like, it's yeah, crazy. No, I think. Yeah. No, I think we uh, met. Uh, like, I, I knew him in middle school, and then he just kept skipping. And then by the yeah. time he was done, I'm like, I'm still, I'm still here. I don't remember. Graduated high school at 15 or 16 or whatever. You guys didn't have like yeah, extra yeah. schools that the smart kids could have applied to from like. We county? did. There was IMSA, um, Illinois Math and Science Academy. I don't. I Math and I, Academy, I got yeah. the impression his parents didn't want to send him there because it's like, look at you. You already got enough of an uphill battle, kid. Like we're not, He's, we're not. Yeah, yeah. Talk about a kid who looked the part. He looked like Minkus from Boy Meets World, <laughs> with like brown hair. We had Mast, which was the marine science one. We had Allied Health, which was um, the medical one, and then there was like there was another one. And we always thought it was weird that Annie didn't go to one of those either. We're like, why are you still going to Mammoth Regional with the rest of us? And she's like, no, I like yeah. it here. I was like, we're not nice to you. <laughs> 
We are not oh, nice no. to you. I wasn't nice <laughs> to Sam either. That was nice to Rob. I wasn't nice to Sam. I was nice to Rob. But she would also like play the piano and play her own compositions in a really emphatic way. And she was like great at art. She was, and we were just like, oh, God, can you leave some space for someone else? Is Annie? she a senate yet? <laughs> what is she doing now? I wonder. No idea. Wow. I can't remember if she went up at Harvard or not. I can't remember. Well, I hope so for her sake. Um, I don't know. Which was very different when my brothers were in high school because my brother finished third in his class. And they were cool, but they were also very good at sports. And I think it's easier that to be makes a smart the, all the difference. dude That's where yeah. it is. you're good yeah. at sports. We had, yeah. there was a guy in our gifted program who wound up playing um, professional basketball in Spain for like five or six years. And like, no one thought he was a nerd because like, oh, you're six, eight and you are like the biggest star on the basketball team. Like, yeah, you're also smart as shit, but no one's going to talk about that. The same with um that kid I talked about during the blindside episode, OJ. OJ, oh, yeah. super fucking smart. Also the best football player I've ever seen in person. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, no one's giving you shit because you play trombone, OJ. Yeah. Like <laughs> you're going places in life. Enjoy your Stanford biomedical engineering degree. You're great. Okay, um, played trombone. Well, okay, yeah, anyway, that's right. of course he did. Now, um, we've seen a lot of movies portray teen angst. I think this movie did it very well, and it's probably because it is a legitimate father and his two daughters. Like yeah. it all felt very natural, but the amount of times the girls in this movie groan, "Oh my god!" and roll their eyes, like yeah, that feels yeah. correct. Yeah. <laughs> like they, feel yeah, it is constant. It's always happening. Um, yeah. they're embarrassed by everything. They've got yep. like there's a there's a high heels scene in the beginning of the movie where Stacy's trying to like hide them from her mom. Her mom roots it out. They did a very clever thing here where when she has to go in and put her regular sneakers on, she grabs two pairs. And I'm like, that's fucking weird. Is she gonna do like a costume change mid school? Oh, oh she got no, some for her best friend so she could also match. And I'm like, that's cute. You didn't know that immediately? No. When she's like, oh, we're twinning. I'm like, well, you're just going to be the outcast in regular fucking sneakers no. when you bought like two pair to change if these don't look right with your outfit. The second I started pick them up, I was like, those are for Lydia. It was, it was, you see, well, you, you've lived this life and I never did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they were embarrassed. I even wrote in my notes when she's like do, walking do out, I was like, she better grab another pair. Oh, she, she, she better bring some comfortable ones. Both ankles. <laughs> like she was, and then she switched. She was, was a, a newborn giraffe <laughs> stumbling out of the house in those fucking heels. Those um, are tough. I'd imagine. I'd imagine. Very embarrassed to be going to a movie with dad in his robe, which was a bold. Also, Adam's. Uh, you cannot go to buddy. the movie theaters. I'm Keep gonna now. Clothes. I'm going. You actually going to now. <laughs> Fuck I yeah. used to. I dressed down to go to the school. Oh, yeah. Down to go to the movies. Down to go everywhere. <laughs> he's just. He's he's just a guy in his mid fifties doing it, which. Well, who's gonna judge me? Little, Go potty. It's a it's a little much for us to deal with. It is. I understand that. I guess. But, yeah, but that's I like just it. how he dresses. Like that's in just how life. Adam Sandler oh, dresses. Yes. Yeah, I've seen and I've seen Adam said, Sandler on so many red carpets in like a stained T-shirt and like double XL basketball shorts. Like, what the fuck are you no, doing? But he just he needs to be ready to run at a moment's notice. Like he's he got can't basketball run. shorts. Look at him. Because no, not not run. Like run. Like. Run like half court, <laughs> like and bug play out. With other oh, basketball. okay. Right. He's like, got to jump in. I got it. Uh, Sorry, yeah, I had a, my sister in law says 
Yeah. That's how he shows up to like drop the kids off, pick the kids up, school events. It does not yes. matter. That is what he wears. He wears pajamas all day wherever yeah. he goes. There's been I've yeah. seen there was a clip of Jennifer Anderson on a red carpet in like legit couture looking so embarrassed when she saw him. <laughs> like when she first yeah. saw him, she's like, Oh, Adam. Like, come on, man. Um Who's he gonna impress? Fucking no, he's richer than God. I don't fucking know. Um yeah. They're also very embarrassed by the dresses that their moms pick out for their bat mitzvahs. And like, oh. I thought the dresses were okay. Uh, the blue no. one, I'm like, that looks fine. No. It's not showy. Like was, it looked like she was going to a funeral. That dress was hard. I was like, why does her mom suck so much? Why does she hate her? Mm. That's I mean, what I would have been like, mom, why do you hate me? I, what did I, I do to you? I submit for your approval mm. the dress from Pretty in Pink. Like this was so much better than that dress. Okay, no, no, the navy blue dress uh, that was picked—that is like you're going to your grandmother's funeral. Look respectful. There's, there's a happy medium. It's got there some could shape been... to it. No. Oh. We could have right. thread the needle. There is a happy medium. There's always that fight though. With like when you get dresses that your parents are like, mm, I don't know about that. You know, you're only X. You're only Y. I don't know about this dress. Or she that, showed you know. up in the miniest of dresses for her bat mitzvah. So, like, I, I understand mom being like, I don't know about this. This, this is a bit much. We can find something in the middle. Uh, yeah. She's also very embarrassed by the lack of a mojito bar at the bat mitzvah. She went to that many, many, many times. <laughs> she was really mad. They didn't have I a mean, bar at virgin. The <laughs> virgin mojitos. Which, Let me gross. Tell you what I don't drink it's, that. It's minty lemonade. You don't even get any Right? happiness with it that's about the rub that's what, are we, what no, are we doing vir- vir- a virgin daiquiri i'll have a smoothie that's yes. fine but a virgin yes. mojito like oh no thank you the um, number of virgin daiquiris i used to order at same tgif virgin pina coladas keep them coming yes wild i love yep. pina coladas to this day as an adult i was like can i bring those back can that that is my vacation me, um, drink of choice i love it my, my mom give me a my- those, um the, the biggest the Miami Colada. Vice you got, please. Oh. The biggest Miami Vice. You What's a Miami, Miami Vice? Vice? Oh, Dave. Half pina colada, half uh, was it strawberry margarita? Yep, yep. And then we, as you mix them together, those two flavors put together are the best. Oh, it's true. So it's good. True. Strawberry My... margarita, frozen. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. And it's a mix. Yeah, and it's a mixture yep. of rum and Daiquiri tequila. Daiquiri with tequila instead of rum. Up. It's yeah. the best. It's so good. See, when I was a kid, <laughs> my mom's drink of choice was a, a Bartles and James pina colada, like the, the Bartles and James wine huh. coolers. You don't remember Bartles and James? Seagram's golden wine coolers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. My mom was a good. Bartles and James uh, pina colada person. And I remember being like five years old, like that white drink must be delicious. <laughs> and so, yeah, that that is my vacation drink of choice. My wife calls me a 60 year old divorcee. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Keep these pina coladas coming, yeah. bro. Yeah. So we started Bartles and James one were came, came in the same bottles as like Michelob beers did yeah it's, it's, like, it's a weird shape it's got no shape to it. it's a triangle <laughs> bottle um, I don't get yeah. it and, and they sit in our fridge for years and oh. actually, I'm like you know what, my fuck parents it. probably I'm still have some one. of them yeah, yeah but if the if you leave them in the fridge long enough they separate and it's oh, disgusting when you gotta shake it up that's how I learned about yeah. pre-mixed booze it's, it's a mistake yeah it's you gotta shake that shit up um, I've gotten yeah, into yeah. making painkillers at home. We were oh. we were, make, oh, we were mixing them yeah. up, mixing them up last yeah. Friday. You gotta do what you gotta do. Do you have the glassware? Do you have do you have the tiki glassware? Or just straight we, up. We did have a, one, so have. it was one. You gotta do it. You tiki, gotta. Uh, little one of those things. The, tiki well, it's not, it's not a mini something like that. Um, what are or they called? A tiki, the... a tiki mask. 
I don't know. I can't remember. I think it is like a, like a, like a tiki. Are they idols? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Not one of those. Mini Huni And then mm-hmm. just like another like very big rocks glass that we've also gotten tiki drinks in before. But yeah. Nice. I made nice. one. The first one, my husband's like, we got to up the rum in this. And I was like, okay. <laughs> got to toss some more in there. Three ounces it is. And I mean, listen, do it to it. Sound asleep. Yeah, that sounds about right. That checks out for you. Um, now we've we've touched on this for me because for listeners who don't remember, I don't even know what movie that was. Probably Good Boys, where I told it the backstory about how what was it? You remember? I said it might have been. It might have been good. That it, it's movies that are of this era, and there's not that many that many movies that are like six sixth graders. But I, it was the first day of sixth grade. I came to school and called myself Ace. And I was very cool for six yeah. periods until another kid. I went to class and introduced myself as Ace. And a very popular girl was like, oh, there's already a kid named Ace. And I'm like, what? I had planned all summer for this. <laughs> so, like, in my mind, that was the one thing that was going to completely change my social standing if it worked out for me. Did you guys have this? I mean, I listened to... um how did we get weird? The Vanessa Bayer podcast. And she talks about this all the time. We're just like, Oh, if I was convinced if I would have gotten this one pair of pants from Delia's, like I, I would have finally been cool. This would have done it for me. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't think so. I Lucky. don't know if there was like one thing in particular. <laughs> like, I think it's just like, again, I knew from a certain extent that like, I'm in the nerd classes. Like, it's just, it's probably not going to happen. But I think there were times where I was like, if maybe I could just become friends with like that girl, like that oh, person. It was more yeah. about like, if I can get close with that person, I think some of that shine will rub off a little that was, bit. That like, was that's so far right out of, group. that was so far out of the wrong possibility for me to be friend to cool mm-hmm. kid. I'm like, no, I have to oh. change what cool means if I'm going to be cool. I can't join them. Oh, I don't mean like, I mean, like the cool kid in the nerd classes. Sometimes. Oh, I it's see. Like, oh, I just kind of, I got to get into that. Oh, I got to get into that. That, that was Megan. <laughs> that was big yeah. sis. Yeah, I did you that. Like, yeah. And it wasn't like a totally strategic. I also enjoyed these people. It wasn't totally like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm a conniving social climber. It was just like, I think it would be fun to be friends with those people as well. Okay. Might up my profile a little bit. Um, sure. Yeah. That I'm works. also like a known entity in my hometown because of who my older brothers are. So there's only oh, like so much you can get fair. away. And you're like, I'm not them. I'm not that cool. I'm not that good at sports, but I'm trying, yeah. you know, like well, they play a girl. Break. That counts. Yeah. Like if I was a boy, it would have been ugh, some big shoes to, to step yeah. into. But yeah, like everybody yeah. like in my high school, people already knew my brothers because they were like legends. So that's a, that's a tough. That's Frankly, a tough. same, and it, it was hard because I was a boy. And you're much closer yeah, to age. Three years. <laughs> yeah, I I yeah. followed right after him. I'm um yeah. Marcus Vick. Marcus Vick. For me, it was music. Once I once I figured out that I could uh, sing, that kind of opened up. Uh, yeah, a lot of doors. Well, and you and, play uh, instruments really well too. Instruments yeah. less important. Uh, you know what, girls? Girls like when when you sing, and they uh, do. And they people do. want you to join bands and stuff and jam. And cool yeah. people like to jam, man. And yeah. I met Kevin a lot Hack of loves really jamming. cool people, dude. To this day, <laughs> um, see, I, I a lot of things that I I wouldn't have 
had any chance of being involved in meeting a lot of people who were considered super cool yeah. would not have happened if I uh, didn't didn't have that particular talent. So, See, I didn't. Yeah. I I had talents, but like none of them developed until I was later in high school. So like. In addition to being ace crooks for four or five hours, I remember thinking the only thing that kept me out of high society in middle school was a lack of Jinkos. And like in sixth and seventh grade, they were all the rage. Like that was what all the cool kids would had Jinkos and soap shoes. But like I said, eighth grade, I went to the cool, the smart kid classes and no one had Jinkos. So I got some going into high school thinking they were still cool. And I showed up in freshman year and I'm like, oh, you guys all oh stopped wearing these. and I didn't see you for a year. I just got giant pants. And guess what I did was get rid of all my other jeans. So I got to wear these forever. And I was wearing them shits for sure. Freshman and sophomore year, everyday Jinkos. Yeah. Same things pair? they don't tell you about. I have like five pair. Things they don't tell you about. Oh. The things that, that, that wow, rich Jesus, they're like fifty bucks a pair, bro. I, I had a lot um, of Jenkos. Black thing they don't tell light you about blue, soaps. dark blue. If you don't, if you aren't doing stuff with them, soaps is just an eight pound pair of shoes. Yeah, they seem they heavy are heavy fuck. as shit. Not even comfortable. Yeah, they seem stiff. All. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was wearing. I was wearing. I was wearing skate shoes when I didn't skate. They were at knees. They were only four pound shoes. Yeah. Still very heavy. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I was never allowed to be a Jenko kid. My, my, my dad's like, baggies, okay, but these Jenkos are fucking ridiculous. Oh, my God. My parents well, were cooler to, than I gave them credit for. Let me wear that stupid shit to, Pac- to school. You're going to go to Pacific Center. You're going you're gonna to need a pair of bullheads that are like your right size. They're baggy, <laughs> but but they're like acceptably long and they won't get ruined on the bottom. Yeah. They were very practical. And I appreciated that after the fact because there were some kids who wore the really extreme Jenko jeans. I was that and, kid. Uh, yeah, I had a whole oof, dream cast in my back pocket at one point. Whole dream cast in oh, the back pocket. That's, <laughs> just, just hang that's out pretty there. cool. <laughs> Big that's shit. pretty cool. Just so, don't sit yeah. on that thing. Yeah, I, not, uh... well, if I sit on it, it's still gonna be done with my calf. So like, uh, it's it's clear. Um, I can also remember. I think it was Christmas of my sophomore year. I thought that if I could get a super long ass like fake platinum chain with a gaudy lion medallion on it, that would make me very what? cool. So I asked for that for Christmas. My parents did not yeah. get it for me and didn't say a word about it. They're just like, nope, <laughs> we're not doing that. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was that was a thing at the well. I was trying to get out of my Jinko phase, and frankly, at the time, I was like the most hip hop kid in the class because I'm like, oh, you guys listen to like DMX? No, no, no. I know every word of every Rock Kim song. <laughs> like I, yeah. I'm real hip hop. I'm not sure what you guys are doing. So I'm like, yeah, if I get a big ass chain, they'll know. And my parents did not go for that. Um, there was a lot of pressure to be cool at the time, and I, I tried I real hard. I don't. Yeah. I can't. I I'm just, like I don't know maybe I not like high school is like fun and fine but I'm just like very happy to be out of it so I'm like I, I like I go back. don't no. really remember all of the things that were middle happening. school was traumatic high school was just fine <laughs> like it wasn't great it was yeah. just fine I don't think anything was traumatic you know just to get away from my my middle school trauma if i was ace crooks no trauma but i was i was (laughs) brian crooks and so trauma if that had worked out i'd be fine yeah got it um i did want to talk about some of the side characters in this movie because frankly the side characters to me are more entertaining and like better than the main characters so like 
we got to talk about Rabbi, Rabbi Rebecca and Cantor Jerry. I am sad that neither one of you guys know the complete Sarah Sherman. Like, I, I, oh, she's I do the not. best. She's the best. I think I've seen like some of her. I remember hearing when she was like getting on to SNL. And I feel like I saw some stuff then. She was like, yes, more Sarah Kinter. I'm getting a little Kate McKinnon vibe, a little bit of Vanessa Bear. Like, it's I'm... um, it's it's more Kristen Wiig than anything, because it's like I'm going to go over yeah. the top and be so absurd with the way that I read my lines that like the, and the physicality of it. Um, There's a sketch. Mm-hmm. There was an episode that they did where um, I'm trying to think of who the host was. Uh, he was the guy who was in um The Last of Us. Uh, Pedro oh. Pascal. Yes. Yeah. I, I think I think of him. Well, I think of him from Game of Thrones. It's a whole. It's a whole thing. Oh, the Viper. But, yeah, the Viper. He was on as um. What the is host. it? Martell? No, I can't remember. Uh, uh, Oberon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He wasn't. Yeah. Come at me with them Game of Thrones. Bravo! I, it was going to be five minutes to get there. But he, um, I love Pedro Pascal. Show. Great show and among the best deaths I've ever seen. He has whole face exploded. Four um, wonderful seasons of a show. And then what happened? Okay. So, so he he was on an episode of SNL as the host, and they had a whole sketch where it's all the women from the show at a restaurant, like having dinner, and the the waiters are like very complimentary of all the other women and they treat Sarah Sherman like shit the entire time. So it's like they bring out like special desserts for all the women and like a big bucket of chili for Sarah Sherman and like drop in front of her. <laughs> and the whole time she's like, what is wrong with me? Do I look bad? And then at the end it's like, oh no, no. Like we treat, we pick one woman to treat badly so all the other women give us really great tips. <laughs> but the whole time it's just her looking like really funny that they're treating her terribly. But she's a goddamn star. Um, yeah, the, the second cool, cool, cool hair. Oh, cool, cool style. Everything. The awesome. second she pops up, I'm like, oh, thank God you're here. I didn't know yeah. this was gonna be a thing you were in. Um, yeah, there, there, there are there are so many great moments for her. So first, she gives a pep talk to Stacy while walking on one of those like in your office treadmills, like a walking yeah. treadmill, not a running treadmill. The treadmill desk. Yes, it's got yeah, it's got a full desk computer on it, yeah. and the whole time she's on it. At first, she's just like walking. Then at one point, she's like sidestepping. I think she kind of gallops a little bit. At one you point. gotta get those. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's part of the yeah. workout. You gotta go. You gotta she work. She walks backwards. She, she, yeah, she's backpedaling, leaning on the desk. Yeah, everything about that, that scene I'm like this is great. Yeah, no, I I fucking yeah. loved that. Um, there's a song that they sing. Uh, there's a scene where Stacy um and uh, Andy like abscond to go make out essentially. And there, mm. this, there's a song they're singing before this in the Hebrew school. Cause she's the rabbi and Cantor Jerry is the cantor. Um, but they, they, there's a, it's, it's part of the melody of the song. It's like, can I go to the bathroom quickly, quickly? I'm like, Oh, this is fucking fun. You're making this part of the song too. <laughs> uh, and it's, it's a callback during the, during, during the bat mitzvah. They also sing quickly, quickly. Um, she she takes I just off. Wish we got to learn the importance of the song. We never find it because I was like, no, the song doesn't really seem but, to have a lot again, of lyrics. They, again, they don't explain that stuff. No, just it's, like, it's David and Bathsheba. Yeah, and I yeah. I feel like if if I was somebody that had been through Hebrew school, I probably know this song. And I'm like, yeah, it's made for them. Um, mm. she takes off her rabbi hat 
which is literally her rabbi yarmulke and then puts on her misfits yarmulke. And I'm like, this is great. Like, I got to put on that my tough talk yarmulke. Was it was a, my a misfits yarmulke. Part it was great. It was so good. I had, I had, I had misfits patches. I had misfits shirts, and that's an iconic logo. I w- as a graphic designer, if what a I, good one! If I one. was Jewish, I hundred percent. And the fact that she's like, let me just put on this other one. Then there you go. Yeah. Like, Very good. Fuck it. I, I wish roll, Vanessa man. Bayer was in this movie because her her bar mitzvah boy character is among my favorites. Um, uh, but then she why also she had been one of the moms. Why could she have been the she drunk should've mom? Been. Should, well, all the because Adam Sandler cast his wife. <laughs> No, no, no. There was another lady who was playing, who was giving Ronnie and Zara shots. Oh, that's drunk right. mom. That was the drunk mom. That was li- oh, yeah. the next alcohol. That's, that could have been fun for just but as a mayor. Um, Rabbi Rebecca has a really chummy relationship with that one kid in the front row of the class who's not in the rest of the movie. Aaron? <laughs> yeah, gives a lot of like fancy high fives and hugs to Aaron for like knowing the answers. He's in she- it. He's at the ledge. Is he one of the- oh, well, they're all at the ledge. We'll and he asks we'll for uh, Don't Stop Journey. I think he asked oh, for a Journey song. Kid? Okay. Yeah. He, yeah, he asked for Don't Stop Believing. And the rabbi's like, I'm not playing yeah. that shit. Um, oh, deep cut. I was like, right. DJ Shmooley. It's not a deep Get cut. But, but DJ Shmooley is obviously from Israel. So like maybe he doesn't know that one. Um, we also had uh, a great macrame vest on Rabbi Rebecca. And it, it was not worn like ironically. She basically had like the quilt from Roseanne as a vest. I mean, it's a fun fucking vest. Great outfit. Um, yeah, and then Cantor Cantor Jerry is a great sidekick because he doesn't really have a whole yeah. lot of lines. But there's a part where he starts playing guitar nervously during Stacy's bat mitzvah, and Rabbi Rebecca has to like slap his hand to get <laughs> away from the guitar. And I'm like, yeah, these yeah. two. I want a movie about these two. Like, make no, them no. the stars of the movie. You want small doses of these characters. Mm. No, I want I want Sarah Sherman um as a rabbi making her like birthright trip. That, I want that movie. <laughs> That's what I need in my life. Like okay. I, I have a friend from college who's a rabbi now. Um, and I I think she just got back from Israel. She'd lived there for more than a decade. And I'm like, you're basically Sarah Sherman. Like I you're you're living a Sarah Sherman life. I want that movie. Cause I, I watch, yeah, I I'd be down for watching that movie. Um Okay. We have DJ Shmooley, who is a character like out of an animated sitcom more than anything else. Like he belongs in in you didn't like it? I didn't know who DJ Shmooley was for. Oh I, hey, disco, disco, disco. Yeah, disco, disco, disco. <laughs> right. Yeah. But like over and over again. Yeah, it's great. It's good. Why does he have to keep getting into accidents with his car? Well, I, that was weird. <laughs> We learned that he's bald. I'm like, what is we learn, we learn he's bald. We, he wears a toupee under a disco ball motorcycle helmet, which was odd. He's yeah. super into the the parking enforcement officer. So he's trying to get on a hat. So he puts on, on his, a hat. He puts on his fucking toupee. And Barely puts like, it on. I was like, if you have the helmet on, don't ruin your toupee by putting well, his gross helmet on it. At point of order, you're not at home. Why did you take it off? <laughs> You just leave it all. His you came in preparation at the Spiny's right. green room. Green room. She's like, I gotta room. air out my bald head. <laughs> <laughs> just, just come on home and be bald, man. It's a fine life. Um, right. Right. We, have, yeah, we got Luis Guzman as Eli. Uh, I love that they made no attempt to like explain his backstory whatsoever. Yeah, um, she's really busy and getting a divorce and has yeah. lots of money. That's all. Going through a divorce and he's on six dating apps. For sure, striking out at all turns because he's Luis Guzman. 
Um, um yeah, the uh, most famous graduate from what's the community college on community? Oh, uh, there's something Greendale? human beings. Greendale, yeah. The there's Greenville a statue of Luis Guzman. That's on the right. Campus. Oh my God. Yeah, he... South Harmon Institute of Technology. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Talking about shit. Good old, yeah. good old shit. Yeah, he's he's not in the movie a lot. Every time he's in, he does a little thing, have you chuckle a little bit. There's a part where he like he's at, uh, I think this is at Stacy's bat mitzvah and asks for some Twizzlers. So yeah, give me a lot of Twizzlers. Nah. And the guy gives him like an entire handful. Six. No, I just want one. It's like walks off with one. I just want one. And at uh, yeah, treat people better than that. Yeah, treat him better than that. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah, treat him better than it's, that. It's, yeah, it's, I, it's so, I like him. It's a, you got exactly what you asked. You actually. Probably got less than you would have meant. If a lot means more than six to me, <laughs> a lot means give me the bag. I've never wanted a bag of yeah, Twizzlers. Give, 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 me give me the, the bag. Thing. Correct. I'm not a Twizzlers yeah, guy. Give me a bag. I never, never was a fan. My brother likes. When I them. travel, I want a bag of Twizzlers. And if I'm oh. in an airport, I'm getting a bag of Twizzlers. I don't know why. I actually, um, I accidentally, I, I accidentally bought, I accidentally bought the filled Twizzlers, Ooh. and oh. it freaked me out. Disgusting. No, no, Disgusting. No. I'm, I'm, I'm a gummy bear traveler. So oh, be careful. Yeah, well, I'll, careful. I'll keep an eye out. Um, um, one thing else ah, about Luis. Ah. <laughs> Luis it, it was exactly like that. Yeah. <laughs> when they're trying on dresses and like Stacy and her mom are ready to leave, and Lydia and her mom are there, and Lydia's like, "What's Sandler's character? David? Whatever the hell." He's like, "She. He's involved Danny, in every detail. Danny knows everything that's going on." He's a very involved dad. And Guzman's like, you mean the guy I sleep on the couch over here with the shoes asleep. off? This well, guy? Man, he's exhausted from yeah. planning so much. And then there are two other dads at, also asleep yeah. in chairs. Uh-huh. At Bloomingdale's. Very good. Or just very one of those good. those nice department stores make it way too comfortable. They're oh, way, yeah. All those places. Like, like you, They have places like outside the women's restroom where the guy's like supposed to wait they yep. know yep really they know. nice long they know like, what's up. full soft couches they do they not fuck around up. at all no, they got yeah. the lazy boy they got the lazy it was boy. just like a lovely little joke <laughs> it wasn't hammered home too hard it was no. just like and dina manzel's like giving him his shoes telling him to go like she wasn't and it was i was just like oh perfection yeah. three dudes just passed out in the <laughs> women's was, department just taking naps wait holding purses it's very yeah. subtle but very good <laughs> No, it was Sandler like I'm I'm here. I know I'm supposed to be here. I don't wanna be here, but yeah. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. So if you need a credit card. I could have given Let it to you, know. but I think I need to be here for reasons. So yeah. I'm just gonna Correct. sleep on this couch. Yeah. Then yeah. we also had um the Yintas in this movie, and like they they did they're not in it a whole lot. I think they're only at bat mitzvahs. <laughs> like they just well, because you got bat mitzvahs. They gotta be seated. These are very yeah. old. These are these the are older one, women. They are. That was a pushing yeah. was a car crash where, where one's yeah. sitting in a front seat or a back seat. And I'm like, okay, we're. That's yeah. the lady who wants her bookies. About, yeah. That's yeah. The, that's the, the, the other look, the look she shoots at at, uh, at Stacy rolling that window up. <laughs> I did laugh at that, but like, yeah, we've we've got this group of older women. I shouldn't say older. Old women. They're old, old. people. They are like 80, 90 years old. Yeah, These are just, great grandmas. Yeah, they're the Yentas like sitting around kind of chatting it up while the young people have their party. And there's a part where they go down the line um, of them like one at a time during the early parts of uh, Lydia's like introduction video, which we'll talk about shortly. 
one of them says so it's it's Bubula, Herzla, Labula. And the last one that really had me going was Jackie Hoffman almost crying, saying, Shayna Punham. And I now Shayna Punham to me, I, I understand Shayna Punham means like cute face, is what Shayna Punham uh-huh. means. Shayna Punham was um Beverly's dog from Rana and Beverly. <laughs> and so whenever I hear Shayna Punham, and I'm like, oh, I miss Rana and Beverly. But like, yeah, that <laughs> th- those I want a movie about those old women like planning their great granddaughter's wedding or like going to like a trip to Israel or some shit. I want that fucking movie. Um, yeah. I don't want to, I'm just going to quickly ask and we can edit this out. Okay. Are either one of these women going to be your IMDb deep, deep dive? No. Okay. Bunny Levine, one of the old ladies is on jury duty. And now I need to watch. No. Jury oh duty my God. Oh yeah. She's the one that keeps on falling asleep. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. get to watch Jury Duty two yet? Episodes. You gotta watch Jury Duty. I have. It's it is is the finest comedy TV I've seen in a very long time. And yeah, I forgot. I didn't recognize her, but yeah, she's in it a little bit, basically, just as a lady that falls asleep. Nineteen twenty-eight. She is old. An old woman. Almost a hundred. She's ninety-five. Yeah, old as fuck. Well, I mean, good for her. Good for her. Now, um. This hey, movie... and the other old lady, Allison McKay, not Jewish. We share oh. the same birthday. I do not oh. know what year she was born in, though. Yeah. But April 27th. There's also awesome. two Hoffmans oh. in this movie. And I'm, I'm wondering if uh, Jackie Hoffman is the great-grandmother of the kid that plays Andy Goldfarb. Because they're both Hoffmans. And, like, yeah, they make pretty like, common last name. But, yeah, it could be. Dustin like, somehow well, involved, too. Would be. I don't fucking know his life. Um, now I do want to uh, toss in um, a love at first semester here. No, nah, I don't want to do this. I know, I do but this. but there, there's there's a <laughs> romance. There's a romance story at the heart of this whole movie, and we have to talk about it. I don't feel comfortable. Well, you should feel uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable watching that photo shoot. I'll tell you what, that that photo shoot with the mini dress didn't like that. Um, there was a lot of stuff. Well, that was weird. A lot of stuff. Yes. A lot of stuff. So weird. Yeah. So Andy <laughs> Goldfarb here is is the the love interest, and like he's obviously a total loser. The movie shoots him that way, and it's a little bit like that teeny tiny kid from Good Boys, where it's like, oh, you he's the cool kid, like the kid that's four foot three, <laughs> like he's the coolest kid you yeah. know. Um, I love when movies show the popular boy in middle school, and he's like a legit wiener kid who no girl over the age of thirteen would be into. Like he's not I didn't a great get that they kid. were. I didn't get that they were shooting him that way. Dana, they do so many shots where they show him in slow motion with dreamy music, and then you just see him doing his regular thing and uh, regular with no music, and it's like, oh, yeah. he's a fucking yeah. dork. Well, he no, because I think it's supposed hat. to be. She sees him in right. that. But we we just, see him as he really is when he shows up at the ledge and like slow motion takes off his helmet and like shakes his hair out and then they show it happening and Will's be like oh what a dork like what a total dork kid I did not pick up on oh any of man this. I I caught it I clocked it and every time they did it he's doing like whatever you would call that uh, the joust from um, American Gladiators where you have like that big pad and you're hitting the other kid with it. When he's doing it in slow motion, he looks cool. When they show it in full speed, like, oh, that kid is not moving. Yeah, that that had me going. Um, this is your your textbook, unrequited middle school crush, tale as old as time, mm-hmm. song as old as rhyme, entire my backstory. Um, they go to the ledge, right? The ledge is 
this movie's equivalent of like make out point, I would imagine, at nighttime. But during daytime, the middle school kids hang out there. And it's I don't know if it's a quarry, if it's just like a big cliff over water or what, but it's it's a it's a pretty like scenic location to hang out at. Um yeah. this was among the most relatable scenes I can think of from one of these movies that we've done. Stacy really wants to impress Andy, so she literally risks her entire life jumping off a cliff mm-hmm. to do so. Um, yep. I don't know if this was intentional or if I just laughed at this because I I thought it was funny. When she comes up from out of the water, she legit seems to be struggling pretty badly to tread water. <laughs> and like, there's a lot of parts where she like she'll like yell something at somebody, and then all of a sudden her mouth is underwater and she's kind of coughing a little bit. And I'm like, this is this is a nice. She's in danger. Someone should help her. Yeah. No, um, no I don't, kids, kids. These no. The Adam Sandler said it earlier. You need to go outside. You need yeah. to do things outside. Uh, and these kids don't do enough stuff outside. So her go jumping in there. I'm like, I'm afraid. Yeah. I don't know if you know how to swim as well as you think you need to to survive and that that's jump. A, that's, a, that's a big so, drop. That's a yeah. super high it is, jump. It's far. Yeah, it's it's high. Uh, she When she gets down there, Andy is so impressed. He calls her a legend. But then, oopsie doopsie, her gigantic Kotex pad is floating <gasps> right next to her in the water with, with visible blood <laughs> the, on it. The most like, dreadful, uh, like I your can't biggest... Imagine. It's your biggest oh, fear. I can't imagine. Your biggest fear is just like someone's going to know I have my period, yeah. and it's there's going no to male be awful. equivalent to this. It's embarrassing to get like a random erection in the middle of your day, but like this is a lot worse than that. Horrible. Yeah, it is awful. like oh god. I was like, I uh, I felt I felt the pain. I felt I was like I felt, oh, I felt really bad for her. Um, and then to top it off, like Lydia is over here laughing with the cool kids at your floating cotex next to you. Like that's fucking awful. Okay. Um, I. I, I feel like uh, Lydia really got the raw deal here. I know we're gonna. She did and she didn't. All right. So in this okay. in this moment, Lydia. in this moment, what she did was not especially egregious. Like some kid Correct. tells a joke and she kind of chuckles at it, and that's about it. Um, but also in this moment, if you're Stacy, it's like all I want Lydia to do is like dive in the water with me in this moment. And like I need my friend here with me and she's up there with them. Um, there was she there told was you a, not to do it. She told you not to do it. She did. She told you not to even go to the ledge. She was the Correct. voice of reason. She didn't want to go to the ledge. She, yeah, she was the Michael Sarah to her Jonah Jonah Hill. Um, yes. There were other girls that we've never seen before and didn't see after at the ledge who clapped back at the boys for making fun of Stacy for having her period. But Lydia's nowhere to be seen because Lydia's kind of a shit friend. Like she's no. not she's not a, she's not a horrible friend, but she didn't do anything in that moment to help her friend at all. She was <laughs> I'll, running I'll, down. I'll, I'll put a sweatshirt go... around your waist was her answer to everything. That's really all you've got. Like she was running <laughs> only down to get the truly it's sometimes all you got when it you know if I again I can only leaks, imagine you don't have your pad on anymore, so there's nothing to catch it. You don't have a lot of options to it's, it's hide rough. your shame. She, so she's not she's not the worst friend, but she's not okay. a great friend because after that, like there's a there's a moment where Lydia like seems to see this as a moment to improve her own social standing and she's like yeah i can also shit on stacy a little bit with you popular girls and like that's how she gets in with them um 
Yes. Why did she do that? Because the next scene that we see her at is at her party. And all the popular girls are at her party. Like, they all came. You know who didn't so, come? All the other friends. Okay. Stacy wasn't there. And those two other girls, Nikki with the bad the bad razor burn and Tara. Nikki oh. is a fantastic character. Nikki's and I great. would watch Nikki all fucking day. That's Nikki, a kid I'll Nikki, see over and over again. Nikki is the Yancey of this film. She... How dare you? She's a thousand times Yancey. better than Yancey. Yancey, Yancey was great. Yancey she was great. She is Yancey times a million. What I'm yeah. going to say in that moment, Lydia begs that they're texting, and Lydia begs Stacy to still come to her house, she come does. to the party. That's and Stacy's like, no, I'm going yeah. to the movies with my dad. I don't want to come. I don't want to talk about this right now. I don't want to do this right now. That's so, true. So she is the one who takes herself out of the equation. But then pops up to Lydia's house, thinking that Lydia's just going to be moping around waiting for her. Guess what? She's well, still having that thing. Listen, listen. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that she thought Lydia was going to cancel the party for her. I think okay. that she thought she would go to the party and Lydia would be like super excited to see her and they could reconcile. Instead, she walks out there. First of all, Lydia's house is fucking banging. Like I don't know what Lydia's parents do for money. Probably drugs. That house is a fucking amazing house. Um. In this, there's a moment that I thought was really well done where you see it reminded me of a moment from from Booksmart, actually. But there's a moment where Stacy's walking into the party and kind of looks around, and it's like on her face, in my mind, she's realizing, oh, like Lydia belongs in this social class. Like she's she's naturally suited for here. Like I do not belong here. Like she's legitimately above me now. And then in that moment, she sees her best friend. Lydia kissing Andy, the boy she's in love with, which basically blows up their entire friendship. Okay. Counterpoints here that I'm going to point out. We already kind of, they had planted the seeds. The popular girls compliment Lydia on her skirt. Oh, what is that? Tory Burch. Uh-huh. Nikki is like, no, this (laughs) was $20 at Target. And And I got a water bottle. Oh, yeah. And a water. Loved (laughs) Love it. Because that's me. I'm like, oh, this thing? Oh, this whole On sale target for $25. What? Still to this day. Nikki was great. Nikki was a great character. So you knew that was a seed right there. That it was like, oh, she's on the cool girl's radar. Yes. We also see her checking out Andy at one point. And Stacy notices that she's also checking out Andy. There's also that thing that Andy, everybody thinks Andy is hot. I'm sorry. But like. You knew it was coming. Everybody, because Andy then starts paying attention to Lydia as well. And I'm like, she's not supposed to shoot her shot. That's true. That's not fair either. You never let her express her feelings for Andy because you have taken him and you have made him yours. I see both sides of the pedestal. Put him on a pedestal. pedestal. Yeah, it's it's, it's (laughs) Testalaya. There, Put we that thirteen-year-old boy on a pedestal. God, oh boy. There's also, oh, so there's no. also a weird kind of a moment that they do that is not done ever again in the film. But we see Stacy and Lydia like officially end Stacy's crush on Andy before this. So like, yeah, technically your friend is like I'm not into him anymore. But you should know your best friend enough to be like. You're still into him. And this would absolutely devastate me to my core at that age. I had a crush at this age. If I saw Bobby Clawson or Tony Oaks make out with my crush in eighth grade, I'd be like, oh, I should just end it now, I guess. This is over for me. No coming back. So she is. Yeah. So she is. I just think maybe it means I'm a bad friend. But I wasn't going to say anything, but. (laughs) 
<laughs> you get to own this one boy that everybody thinks is the hottest. Like for, for at least a certain amount of time. I say this, you, this, this, I think this was the day after the ledge. This is right after. Okay. I'm just saying you were incredibly evil that day. to her the day before. Yeah. You true. are the one who's being extra about not wanting to come. I don't want to talk to you. I'm going to ignore your text. She's rah, being rah, rah, rah. a moody girl. That's absolutely true. She also, no, Lydia a... said, he kissed me and then she immediately ran away. So you Lydia, didn't get we, to see the full thing. Immediately ran away. She was going to keep on kissing him until okay. he saw that she she saw that he looked at Stacy and said, oh, my God. And then she turned around and also said, oh, my God, they were she was down to clown until her may, friend showed up. And, and yeah, and cock blocked the whole moment for her. May I bring us back to the film we watched last week you certainly where Danielson watches. Elizabeth Shue wow. get kissed by William Zaka and takes it <laughs> and he runs off. He misses her punching him. See what I'm saying? It's like you I, gotta watch it, the whole thing. They they mutually went in for the kiss. This was not Zabka committing sexual assault. This was uh, Lydia and and Andy Lydia. agreeing to meet halfway through. Uh, um, Lydia Deets. Sorry. Lydia. You don't know, do you know? Yeah, I mean, there's the concept of the. Um, Calling it a used car lot is a. Oh no no that's example, what that's what we used to call it though. That's yeah, what we used that's to call what, it. That's we, what we call it. Once once your friend had either shot their shot and got shot down or had some sort of feelings for somebody. That's what it was. They yeah, were we, off limits. The, the 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 piece of shit that Dave is going to go see in San Diego. Um, yeah. my, my nemesis that Dave is going to visit. He is the he's the origin for this. His whole position was like, if I tell somebody that I have a crush on a girl, no one else is allowed to like talk to her, flirt with her, date her, regardless. And there's no upper limit to this. So I could say I have a crush on 95 yeah. girls if I want. You guys can't talk to any of them. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So then at that's that point, that's when the used car lot analogy came up, where it's like you walk into a car lot, and you're like, I'm not gonna buy any of these cars, but they're all mine, and no one can test drive any of them. Me Neither can you. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to tell the guy what to drive. I'm not going to ask about undercoating or a warranty or anything. But it was, you can't have them. It was, that was that's that the from. ultimate example of pure, unadulterated immaturity. In and entitlement. Its finest form. Entitlement. Incredible to think that Jesus I can just be like, shit, I don't miss him. You, no, even if, even if the, uh, even if the young lady wanted, you for whatever reason he's like oh, well even then you can't you you, you better turn her down you better turn around send her my she, way she she's in the car lot what can yeah. i say yeah i, I you already just, called you dibs. just can't do that i already called Come dibs on. so we I know. sucked some, we sucked no, no, he sucked <laughs> we were okay yeah um, so, so this this led this whole kissing thing leads to Stacy plotting her revenge. And so I wanted to go through like she has three things here in sequence to like get back at her former best friend. The first is she posts an anonymous on an anonymous Instagram page for I think just her seventh grade class. It's like a seventh grade thing just for her her her, her students. And she posts that Lydia has long black hairs growing out of her nipples. Now, this was oh, semi-accidental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She drafted the post and then hit send when Rabbi Rebecca like shaked maracas at her or whatever. Yes. Like Sarah Sherman startled her. So then she hit send by accident. The second one, uh, she schemes her way into spending more time with Andy by volunteering at Andy's grandmother's old folks home. Yeah. Kind of clever. Um, she asks Andy if Lydia's a good kisser and then busts her for lying about kissing boys at camp. And yeah. 
for, for those of us in, in some of this shit she goes she goes listen for those various. of us who are caught up on this season of vanderpump rules it's giving raquel asking ariana how she and tom sandoval's sex life is like it is it's fucked up the other woman is like so you guys probably have a terrible sex life right like you guys don't fuck anymore like that there's a whole it's it is diabolical and that it felt like this because she's like i know this bitch can't kiss let me let me ask you how bad she is at it then um i I hate real food yeah well terrible tv and now it's it's you need to you need to get up on this shit so then the third thing suck Oh well, it's it's garbage, but I love some. I'm a, I'm a raccoon and I love garbage. Um, the third is we see Stacy going through a ton of embarrassing videos of Lydia on her computer, and like put a pin in that essentially. Yeah, oh, well, God. she does that. She also does the thing when she's getting closer to Andy at the old folks home, where she's like, "Oh, that like you should get a picture with you and your grandmother, oh, send that, it to your mom." This was so. There's documentation. And then she takes a picture, and then she's like, I also included some other ones where she oh, sent him some thirst accident. traps. Like, oh, oh, I accidentally sent you more. And it's like it's like 15 pictures of her like licking her lips in a mini dress, basically. Like, it's fucking yes. crazy. With, was... with way too much makeup on. Yeah, but then the video stuff, I was like, oh, no. You knew, like, so some of the stuff, like, you could, you could see the writing on the wall, so it's not, like, well, it's not they... trying to be incredibly clever, but they're no. planting seeds, and you're like, oh, I wonder, you know what's going to happen, but you're not sure how like what's gonna lead to accidentally getting because she's supposed to be making lydia's entrance video right exactly and then she starts looking through the embarrassing videos and it seems like she's adding like 85 videos in there there's a lot in there yes yeah and then she's like adding those videos it looks like to lydia's entrance and you're like i'm like there's no way you're fucking you ain't doing I, i in my mind i'm like she's gonna do this and then like not upload it like okay, yeah. she's making this as like, you know, like if you write a mean letter to somebody and then don't send it is kind of what yeah, I thought she was doing. It definitely to me was like, oh, this <laughs> is like when someone writes a really scathing email. It's a yep. plot point in the TV show Hacks, where she <laughs> there you go writes and then I think sends this really horrible you, you email. Can't, you can't oh, send no. it. Motherfucker, cocksucker, <laughs> piece of shit. Oh wait, sorry. Let me just back this up a little bit. Didn't mean to say that, but I got it out. And I feel bad. Yeah, just do I not send like, that. Do not, not that leave it in the draft folder. That. Get that yeah, shit don't send it. out of Make here. a burner account, yeah. as a matter of fact. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, moments yeah. In, in work slack where you're like, oh, wait, did I say that in a private channel or in a team channel? Man, I have so much shit I want to say in Slack I never do. Um, now, this does lead us to like the, the movie's big climax, which are these dueling bat mitzvahs. I, I, they're not at the same time. They might be like back to back weekends or whatever. But like, first we see Lydia's bat mitzvah, which I felt very sad for her. Um, she has a candy bar themed bat mitzvah. Seems pretty fucking dope. Um, yeah, initially, we're all gonna have a stomachache, like, but like, seems dope. yeah, yeah, like, um, this is great. Now Stacy shows up and like a sociopath, like smiles in Lydia's face, acts super excited and proud of her, and I'm like. Okay, so obviously you're not, you guys are made up now. You're not going to do the thing. I'm not sure how the video is going to like accidentally get uploaded, but like you've changed well, no. your mind on this. You don't remember this? You no, don't remember I, 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 I do, I do. But in my mind, watching this moment where she walks up and is like friendly to her, I'm like, you're not, you're not really going to go through with this. Like it's not. Okay. Well, it's not her fault that the video goes Not at through. all. Not even oh, close. I must have missed it. Who, who puts it? It was Adele Dezim. Adele Dazim did this. Oh, you're right. So, On our laptop, you're right. I remember her with yes. yes you're absolutely right. So when when Stacy right. and Adam Sandler are screaming at each other, 
hilarious fucking scene. I hate you. <laughs> like, it was like, it was so good. So funny. Never even said the that to dad. Like, no, Jesus. <laughs> and I was nuts. <laughs> that was a nice moment. It was very. Good. I for, I for, okay. Her mom does yes. accidentally because the other mom. Yes, you're right. You're right. Yes. That's that's what goes down there. Um, and she'll she she hangs out. That does change my interpretation of the scene then because I'm like, you knew you did this and just acting no. like a fucking monster. Okay. Because no. and, and no when idea. we go back to the ledge, she was like, I'm not gonna make your video. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Like that yes. was a whole yep. that was a whole point a plot point. So yep. yep. Um, that does make sense then, because my notes like, did she forget she sabotaged? I'm like, well, she didn't know she sabotaged. No. So this she had video, no idea. Yeah, and I, again, we've established I've not been to a bar bat mitzvah. Apparently, like the big introductory moment, your big moment to shine, and like an introductory video is like a, a key moment in the party here. Um, the video that gets uploaded is like escalating embarrassing moments from over the years um making her barbies kiss pretty anodyne like that's actually kind of a cute mm-hmm. thing like no one's gonna judge you for that big old fake titties made of foam balls okay but pretty standard pretty regular stuff then it takes a turn lydia smells the inside of her shoes because she likes how her feet smell i'm like that's weird not the yeah, craziest well, thing but weird then Lydia shits all over the cool popular girls who have like accepted her into their friend group and they're there to witness this go down. So that was rougher. Hey, that happened. She talks shit about people. That's oh, just course. what girls do. God knows I do. It, it, then yeah. it gets back to people. It always just don't do it. God the, damn. The last on. one though. The last one though. Lydia. Oh, I don't have the right way to say this. Lydia squats directly over Nikki and queefs into her face while Nikki is sleeping. <laughs> Like well, that's pre- and we see her preparing it. We see her, yeah, like rapidly, like what would you call that that she's doing? Like like pumping her knees in and out essentially to like build one up. Um like what it's like one of those did, fire things yeah. where, where, where you, know, you, you, you gotta prime you, the you pump first. Yeah. The bellows. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and the bellows. It's it's a it's a bellows. Yeah. It was it was yeah. wild the, to watch her mount her face like that it was like Jesus Christ, and so yeah, what Lydia did was shitty, but this was way over the top. Like you ruined her entire bar mitzvah for now. Entire. Well, this thing. is also yeah. something that only happens in movies where she tries to go up to Shmuley and she's like, "Turn off the video, turn off," and there's not a plug to un. Like there's just she, she uh, should like, have. I, if it's me, I'm aggressively slapping his laptop onto the ground. <laughs> yeah. 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 The moment I see it begin, she she walks up and I'm like, you better fucking run. You got run. sneakers on. We know you have sneakers. You better run. Yeah. I yeah, am so, yeah, it was rough. Supermaning into the screen that the video is playing I'm yes. doing something. I'm causing the craziest diversion. I'm going full Annie Murphy from uh, Black Mirror. If I have to shit on the floor, I'll shit on the floor. Like I'm doing yeah. something to I'm take attention away from this. Taking my shoe off and throwing it at the projector. I'm not standing something. there helplessly like I don't know what to do. I'm not going to sit there and watch the whole thing. But also if I'm 13, I'm 12. She's <laughs> she's 12 at this time. I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm panicking right no. now. No, she's tech savvy. I would have figured something savvy. out. I would have figured something out. Um, so that was what happened at Lydia's yeah. bat mitzvah, and it like, or also the fact that there. no one else, like, that no one's Luis Guzman for I'm like, your kid, Luis Guzman is like, hey, shut it down after like Finn it's over, finds up on the screen, <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's, it's we like, done, the art film is over, we finished, credits are rolling, it's now yeah. doing the like and translated to Dutch, like right. that shit on Netflix, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're getting the music credits at this point, like, it's time to stop. Um, 
So then we have Stacy's Bat Mitzvah, which, again, I don't know if it was the next weekend. It doesn't seem like a whole lot of time has passed. And obviously, Lydia is still pretty like Lydia ran out of her own Bat Mitzvah crying before it started, like didn't get to enjoy the. And I can only imagine what like happened? how rough that night must have been at her house. Like what a like, horrible night. Are we kidding? Is everybody just like, so we're to be to be lead? Like, I think it's one of those where it's like aftermath. It's it's a runaway bride scenario where it's like we have two options. We can all just go home and be sad, or we've already paid for the food and liquor and the DJ. I guess we can just have a party without her. Like I think it's right. bad. Get crunk. Uh, yeah, we have all this candy, all this candy here. Mm-hmm. We, we better yikes, fucking party. Yikes, so yikes. I don't know how long it was between the two, but it seems like it was pretty quick. Um, so I this is the first moment I'm like. I don't know how the motherfuckers avoid avoid any of this shit. Like, we don't know what Billy Madison and Adele Dazim do for a living, but like, I'm... They, they were able to to plan out a full New York themed bat mitzvah, mm-hmm. which we see at the beginning of the movie. The vision for this thing, it does not seem like they're scrimping on anything. And I'm like, oh, it's a dream sequence. Of course, this is how it looks. Then I'm like, oh no, no, like this is that's exactly what, much what it was going to look Incredible. like. <laughs> this is pretty I much almost... Amazing. Yeah. yeah. I almost wish the dream sequence was what she pitches, which is like, picture this New York City. I've come in in a super yacht. Right. Dua Lipa's there. Like, I almost wish the dream one was a but then you would know. Uptown baby. Uptown baby. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that's what I, was, I was like, oh, this Man. is probably what it's going to look like. <laughs> yeah. Lord Tariq and Tariq. Peter Guns show up. And Peter Gunn show up. <laughs> and Peter Guns. <laughs> your motherfucking hands up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love that song. That it would, I, you know what? That would have been better if it was like, okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna rent out an entire subway platform, like have it there, and like we have the, the train will come up. There'll be a band on it, like that. But it was what she showed in the dream sequence was basically what it would have been like. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what we don't know until we see it go down is her parents can afford enough money to have this whole party, then scrap it like day of and converted yeah. into Lydia's bat mitzvah part two. So all of the stuff, I, I would assume they didn't buy that shit for Lydia's bat mitzvah. I know. So like they rented a lot of shit and had to rent it again. So that, that must've been a huge amount of money. It feels like Adam Sanders playing himself. He's walking around in Hawaiian shirts and basketball shorts. So like <laughs> maybe he's just as Adam Sandler, fantastic, famous actor, <laughs> like used to be mm-hmm. really big in the nineties. I don't fucking know what he does for money. Yeah, well, it's just weird because like they talk about like the dress she wants. The mom's like, "You can't have it. It's worth yeah. more than our house." And I was like, "Adele, does he? Yeah. No, it's not. Sorry, Adele, you, you, you sang, you sang, <laughs> let it go. You have money for this. Well, Adele, that's not, that's not just like, don't try to tell me y'all aren't y'all. If he still dresses like that, because someone without right. money cannot do what Adam Sandler does. I'm sorry, it's just out. We never see him go to work. We never see him stressed about business. <laughs> like he's but, he's independently wealthy. Yeah, but they do talk about how they with fucking MacBook Pros. I'm like, dude, these I I forget what car, what SUV they have, but it was nice, real money. Yeah, wasn't old suburban. But they definitely try to act like they. Well, they're not as rich as the Rodriguez Cohens or whatever. I don't think anyone is though. The Rodriguez Katz family. Money, Um, Rodriguez Katz. That's what it is. Yeah, it was was Chang Cohen, the Chang Cohen family. You're right, Chang Cohens. Yeah, 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 the Chang Cohens. Yeah, I just. It, it was it was a very nice moment when it finally happened because you see that Stacy gets to her bat mitzvah and is like I don't think she's coming and of course she's coming like it's a movie but like yeah. you know the the fact that 
they kept from us what we were going to walk into. I was like, I'm not sure what this is going to be. I think it's maybe she's going to have like a big dedication to her or like you'll be mentioned yeah. in the speech or what have you. I'm like, no, no, no. Like you walk in, they open the doors and we still don't see it. And Lydia sees it and it's it's her bat mitzvah, like part two completely, you know, didn't even take anything down. Just we're going to leave it up and do it again. Um, and this was a moment that had me feeling very verklempt. Like I, I, I got choked up watching Lydia realize what Stacy had done for her, and I almost cried during the slow motion of them like pointing and running to each other to give a hug. I'm like, this is lovely. What a nice moment mm-hmm. for these girls. My thought was yeah. like, it couldn't have been a joint entrance. I don't know. I'm just like, why did? Oh you- no, no, this is this is your moment, Lydia. I know. You get this moment. It was almost as though Stacy was half like half the room one way, half the room the other way. I mean, right, right. I it, was, it was almost like Stacy was like, "So, do I get to come in, or should I just go home?" <laughs> like, I'm, just, I'm waiting for her to invite me in. Was basically what it was like. Yeah. But yeah, that was yeah. it. Was a very sweet ending to a very sweet movie. Um, <laughs> that we didn't talk much about Mateo, but like Mateo and um stacy had like a cute thing and yeah it's just it's it's just a cute you what know. country is he from i was gonna say Honduras, ecuador. But that felt wrong ecuador he's, he's ecuador ecuador yeah. yeah he's from ecuador mm. um, capital is quito quito yeah, yes. that's right ecuador. he's he's a cute little quito. kid and it's it's almost like you know give it six months maybe he's gonna grow nine inches i don't fucking know like he's short but like he's a, a sweet everything he says is very nice like he's, he's just so a very nice sweet. boy yeah. He comes up and like asks her a question. They're like, "Oh my god, why would Mateo do that?" But you know, you would do that. You're like, "I can't believe that person." The, talked the to question, me. the question he asked her was like, "Are you having a fun time?" <laughs> like, <laughs> nice question. Later, we see him stealing rolls to bring to Andy's grandma because all she gets is green jello in the home. Like, I'm making a plate for Andy's grandma. And right, he's like, like this, oh this. man. Yeah. So yeah, that was how the movie ended. Was essentially like. Mateo and Stacy are a thing now, and like it's very cute, and yeah, it, it was just it was a, a sweet movie, kind of top to bottom. I had a fun time yeah. with this one. Um, very dark, yeah, just just very sweet. Um, one of the things we like to do on this pod is take a look at kind of a minor character to see if this movie was a sort of big things at the peak of their whole career. So it's time for an IMDb deep dive. Um, very tough this week because for any kid in the movie, they have like one credit before this one. So like, I'm not yeah. sure if this is the sort right. of big things. Um, I think the, um, her friend Tara had only been in one other thing and it was in like 2016 or some shit, like a big long, maybe wow. it was 2019, but it, it was mm-hmm. in the 20 teens and then this movie. So I'm like, none of the kids can qualify for this, but we're going to pick uh Jackie Sandler. As Gabby okay. Rodriguez Katz. Okay, so she has 43 Ooh. credits. This was obviously her 43rd. Um, her first role was technically in Deuce Bigelow, but she was also in Big Daddy, which filmed after Deuce Bigelow, but was released first. So, like, she was, in, she was in Deuce Bigelow, and then Rob Schneider was like, oh, you should cast this woman in, like, your next thing, Adam Sandler. And his next thing was Big Daddy, so he put her in there as, like, a waitress in that movie. Um, after that, she was in Little Nicky, and when filming Little Nikki was when she and Adam Sandler began dating. While they were dating, Adam cast her as the female lead in Eight Crazy Nights, which is her first starring role. It was a voice role, but her first like starring role. They got married in 03. Adam in 03 threatened to leave filming 51st Dates if she wasn't given a role in the movie. So they no. cast her as the, yeah. He wanted her to be um, uh, the Drew Barrymore character. Like he, She was supposed to be the female cool. lead. 
he that was hmm. his first that was his first ask and they were like okay. that's drew barrymore right there so like no <laughs> you can't have that so then he's like well if you don't put her in the movie i'm leaving and they're like well God. you are the whole reason we're making this movie so we'll figure this out so then um they gave her a role as the dentist in the movie pretty much her entire career is happy is in the happy madison universe or in kevin yeah. james projects which i think are also part of the happy madison i think universe. it's also happy madison i think yeah. if you're if you're yes. kevin james if you are david spade or if you're rob schneider everything you do is happy madison i'm pretty sure so yeah. I'm going to run through the Happy Madison titles that that she's been in here. Um, she was in Benchwarmers. Wow. She was in King of Queens, mm. which is not Happy Madison, but oh. it was after she was in I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry with Kevin James. Yeah. She was in oh. You Don't Mess With the Zohan, Bedtime Stories, oh. Paul Blart Mall Cop, Grown Ups, Just Go With It, Bucky Larson, Zookeeper, That's My Boy, Hotel Transylvania, Grown Ups 2, Blended, Paul Blart 2, Pixels, The Ridiculous Six, The Do-Over, Sandy Wexler, Real Rob, Kevin Can Wait, The Week Of, Murder Mystery, The Wrong Missy, Hubie Halloween, Home Team, which is the movie where Kevin James inexplicably plays Sean Payton, uh, Daddy yeah, Daughter Trip, yeah, The yeah. Outlaws, and finally this movie. Every single title I just named off is a movie that only exists because of Adam Sandler. It's either Adam Sandler yeah. produced or it came out of Adam Sandler's Netflix deal. Like her entire career is Adam Sandler stuff, which good for her, but like, goddamn, pal. Yeah, she's been in other uh, things because I feel like there's couple. some stuff. Eventually, yeah, there was a Paul Blart too. We there was a Paul Blart. There sure was. Uh, fun, fun side story. Um, Paul Blart is perhaps my wife's favorite comedy. And I don't understand oh. it, and I judge her. I judge her relentlessly for it. She what? fucking loves it. Show her I Grandma's Boy, it. the best movie ever made. <laughs> I, she just. Uh, I'm like, that's what. Th that's it. Paul Blart. Um, so is it so rude you... to point out that I think Jackie Sandler's was originally Italian? Yeah, uh, I forget what her. To Tony. To Tony. Yeah. yeah. Tony. She, oh. yeah, she's an Italian descent. Um, so would she be yeah. a nepo wife? Nepo wife. Yeah. Yeah. Nepo, nepo wife. I thought you were say Shiksa. Yes. Uh, well, yes. I yes. would. Shiksa goddess. I would that's that's never. for sure. And also, and I mean, <laughs> his his kids are obviously nepo babies. Like they appear in his films, and that's it. Um, yeah. But yeah. I'm like, like are we apatowing? What are we doing? Right. Well, when I, when I saw it, I was like. Oh, it's also don't see them in the next season of uh, Euphoria or anything like well, that. I think I'll be okay. But yeah, they seem to be headed in that direction after yeah. this. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Well, I, I, I thought, I thought that must be his sister when I saw it in the credits, and then I saw her oh, face, no, and I'm like, wife. Well, I saw her face, and I'm like, so why wasn't she Jill and Jack and Jill then? <laughs> like, you played both roles. You had your sister. No, no, I'm like, oh no, that's his wife. wife. I did not yeah, know yeah, that, yeah. and I'm like. Oh, so all you do is like shit he does. That is, and she's been in a couple of other things like here and there, but like 90 plus percent of her career is in Adam Sandler projects. It's like Kevin Smith's wife. Al Pacino, she's just being in his Cappuccino. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, yeah. and, and, and this is, this is unfair, but I think does Leslie Mann kind of fit in that category too? She, I think she's, she she's was an actress before. Oh, she before? had a full okay. career before okay. they were together. Yeah. Good. She, yeah. She's been working since like love the late her. 80s okay. when they even know each other. Okay. Yeah. I love her a lot, but I'm like I don't I don't know her full her full career like that. And um, she's 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 part of the uh, extended universe as well with the with the well, the Apatow universe and the Sandler yeah. universe. And, uh, yeah, there's there's some overlap together there. a little bit. There's some overlap. I just watched um, Cable Guy the other day, and she and she shows up. I'm like hell yeah! Oh, 
Hey, you're a Leslie man. Top notch voice. Top notch voice had a Leslie man. Um, French now, toast. Sorry, that's some fucking name. French toast. <laughs> fucking French toast. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that does bring us to the end of this episode, and just like the end of the school year, that means it's time to announce some superlatives. Um, I only have a few here. A lot of these characters are, are terribly underdeveloped, so I had to kind of reach a little bit. But Andy Goldfarb is most likely to fail to parlay his middle school popularity into high school popularity. He seems like the, the middle school Correct. kids that were cool, none of them made it in high school, I don't think, as cool kids. Um, Mateo is most likely to be one of the few Gentiles on J-Date. Lydia is most likely to say, hey, always got to look out for number one. And Stacy is most likely to wildly overreact to minor disrespect. Like she's going to pull a gun on somebody for taking a parking space. What she does is so unnecessary for, for the infraction. Stacy is like kind of a psychopath a little bit. Stacy is the, the villain scheming. of the film. She, yeah, the she, s- she's the Daenerys Targaryen of this film. The scheming oh, she does. God. Is- no, she's she's the villain. If you just put in like sinister music and change the lighting, we all see it. If you if you make that yeah. um make that photo shoot scene with like sinister music and like with like a, yeah. a camera like rotating around her as the flash bulb goes, like oh no, you are a danger. <laughs> that's yeah. that's what that would look like. Um, this next movie is Dana's pick. Dana, what are we gonna watch next? Oh, there are so many good teen ish films on max right now because i will Ooh. call it by its it's you know given name, christian its name. current name yeah, HBO max. they just added a uh, dutch starring a young yes. ethan embry and oh, i was like does that fit i'm like the like the, the first 10 minutes are at a private school but the rest no. not even close but no. i might try to pick it it's on my list so i, I wrote fucking it love dutch it's such a good movie it's very good there, I'm a little torn because I thought about doing that, but then I also try to think about like what's going on in the zeitgeist at the moment, and I think sure. nothing good. Um, be, even though <laughs> it would have been nice to wait for his newest film to come out, but I think it's getting pushed because of the writer strike. So he is in the news for other reasons, aka smoking a cig at uh, B Day's, you know, celebration at SoFi Stadium, making Pretty out cool. with the Jenner. At said, oh, fuck yeah, we're gonna do Which what one? I believe is a terrible Timothee sure Chalamet awful. film Chalamet. where he plays a teen drug dealer. He plays a what? A Here teen drug go. dealer. It's called Hot Summer Nights. I've never That's the one. heard of this. I've seen, uh, I keep seeing it on Amazon Prime. Him, it's, it's just him, like facing away. It's like just. Just oh it's just a picture God. of him. Waste it's him money. facing one okay. way, a girl facing the other way, and then I think there's like a there car in the foreground. Yeah. You know yeah. who I'm I not gonna know. buy drugs from is Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> like I don't trust you're obviously a cop, right? <laughs> like you we'll look see. like a, it's like DJ Qualls trying to sell me drugs. It's not gonna we'll work see. out. There were a lot of other options that would have been fun, but I went with this one. This one and I will I've I've never heard of it. I hope it's awful. I've seen it on Amazon. I've heard it's awful. <laughs> one of the podcasts I listened to mentioned it a couple weeks ago. It's an, eight, it's an A24. It can't be that terrible. Or could early it? A24. It could. Early yeah. A24. It could. They, they've gotten better. It could. Uh, it oh, could. Okay. Well, 
Guys, uh, that does it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave us a five-star review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RecappingGownPod. That is R-E-C-A-P-N-G-O-W-N-P-O-D. And join our Facebook group, the Recapping Gown Fan Club. We'll keep the discussion going in there all week. If you guys have any opinions or memories of this movie, we'd love for you to jump in and let us know what you think. But if you didn't like what you heard, to quote Stacy, you're going to be the reason I start doing drugs. Take it easy, millennials. <laughs> we'll see you next week.